Welcome back, MTN Nets podcast. This was probably the most fun Nets game of the year. I'm not going to lie. I did not come into tonight expecting that. But, of course, this was the return, the long-awaited, much-anticipated uh, you know, return of Ben Simmons, who has not played since November 6th. So we're talking, you know, how long is that? Like two months? Like, it's, it's crazy. So he's been out for a long time. Ben Simmons comes back tonight and puts up a... You know, it's not like a ridiculous stat line. This is not like a 73-point game like Luka, but for for what we were expecting, this is an insane stat line for Ben Simmons, and he made an impact the second he came in this game. Ben was uh, two rebounds shy of a triple-double, and he was a plus 27, so that's crazy. But scored 10 points, had 11 assists, had the eight rebounds, um, no turnovers, which is awesome. Only played 18 minutes. He was 5 of 5. And he was phenomenal out there. He really was. Like he did get a get he did get a bit banged up at the end. He landed on his knee kind of awkwardly, or landed on his leg kind of awkwardly, and it hurt his knee. But I think he should be fine. He was walking off fine, and he was you know up and high fiving uh, teammates after that. So hopefully he's good. But I would say just about every single net on this roster today um, played a really good game except for Spencer Dinwiddie, who had two points on 0 of 5 shooting. But besides Spencer, every net was eating today, and it was a very fun game. They scored 147 points, so they win by 33, which has to be their largest margin of victory the entire year. So, uh, and, and I think the Jazz, the broadcast said the Jazz were one game away from an NBA record of scoring 120 points or more in, like, I think it was like eight or nine consecutive games. So this was a Jazz team that was scoring very well, but the Nets held them to 114, which is crazy because if you said you held someone to 114 10 years ago, they'd look at you sideways, but that's the state of the NBA today. But um, yeah, the Nets played pretty solid defense for the most part. The rebounding was a bit of an issue early, but uh, it got better in the second half, I felt like. But, you know, the Jazz had more size. I mean, they were starting John Collins at center, but then when they have that second unit with Walker Kessler in there, it got a little tough, and they had Olenek too. But, um, yeah, a lot of bright spots today, so a lot to look forward to in this one. Hope you all enjoy, of course. Leave a like. It always helps out, and let's get into it. Normally, I would go in order and start with Cam Johnson, but I feel like it's a special night for Ben Simmons, so we'll start there. Obviously, he came off the bench. That was a bit of a debate. Like, would he come off the bench? Would he star? I expected him to come off the bench, so I was not surprised when I saw that. But um, I will say I was a little bit concerned about would they keep Cam Thomas in the starting lineup, and they did. Of course, DFS got hurt last game, hurt his ankle. It shouldn't be that bad. He doesn't seem concerned, apparently. But uh, he's already been ruled out for Wednesday's game against the Suns, so he probably won't be back until... At least Saturday, I think they don't play. So I think they play at Philly on Saturday in two more games. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. But um, hopefully he rests up. Obviously, he's a um, a guy that a lot of teams are looking to trade for. So hopefully for uh, you know the Nets' sake, they get a good package for DFS and, and ship him off. We'll see what happens. If not, he's a good guy to keep around. But I just feel like you know he's 30, has a lot of value right now. You should probably capitalize on that, but we'll see what happens in the coming uh, week and a half or so. But anyway, Ben Simmons, before I got distracted, 10 points, plus 27, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. And, you know, I went over the stats before, but the eye test is what really, like, just stood out in this game for him. Like, 
I kind of looked like obviously with a guy like Ben Simmons who hasn't played in so long, like I was watching his every move in this game and just paying attention to the body language and how he was moving. And I think at first he was still adjusting and getting used to the flow of an NBA game. But, you know, by the time the second half came around, he was pretty much up to speed and, you know, he came in right away and made an impact. I think the he came in the game, it was 22 to 20. I think the Nets were winning. And by the time Simmons subbed out, I think it was like 36 to 20. So they went on like a 14 nothing run the second Ben Simmons came in the game. Simmons had a couple assists to, he had Lonnie Walker for a three in the corner. I believe he had Royce O'Neal on a, a pass on the wing. And he had a great pass to Royce O'Neal, like a no-look kind of pass. And Royce was, um, you know, standing underneath the basket by himself, basically. And no Jazz teammate was in sight. So uh, an easy layup there for Royce O'Neal. But just great vision by Ben Simmons. And I know he's never going to be a great shooter or probably score over 20 points for us. But he does so, he does everything else at such a high level that he helps this team. And it just... It makes you start to wonder, like, I was kind of, like, sad thinking about it. Like, where could this team have been if he was healthy the entire year? And I don't think the Nets would ever be um, championship contenders or anything like that. But you think about how many close losses this team's had this year and how many of them can could have been prevented if Ben Simmons had been healthy. Like, you just look at the past couple weeks, right? Like, there was the game in London against the uh, the Cavs, but... The game before the Cleveland one, you had the overtime loss at home versus Portland, right? They probably should have won that game. They had the game versus the Heat, where they lost by one point in overtime. That could have been very winnable. You had the loss at Portland, where the Nets blew a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter. You had the game versus the Clippers, where, of course, they blew the 15-point lead in the fourth quarter. The game versus the Knicks, where they blew a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter. The game versus Minnesota, where that was actually a game I did not watch any of it. I saw the highlights. That was the first Nets game I missed, like, the entire thing in a long time. But I was pissed. After that Knicks loss, I was very, like, just pissed off with this team. And I had other plans. And I was like, you know what? I'm not letting this team ruin my night. I'm going to go out and have a good time. And, you know, I, I checked the score, and I was like, oh, of course they lost by two what a surprise but yeah but that's another game where if you have a healthy Ben Simmons probably could have won there and then of course the last game versus Houston where I think the Nets had an 18 point lead entering the fourth quarter versus Houston and it came down to a missed free throw by Sangoon um, as to why that game did not go to overtime so they got lucky there they should have blown that lead as well but anyway for this game, it was really fun. I don't mean to dwell on, on the past, of course, but as I said, it just kind of makes you sad realizing, like, man, this team could have won a lot more games if Ben Simmons was healthy. Like, I feel like if he was healthy for most of the year, the Nets, instead of having 19 wins, could have probably had 24 or 25 wins. Like, he would have made that much of a difference for this team. We even saw it the first, you know, six games of the year, whatever it was, when Ben was healthy to start the year. And this team looked completely different. They had, like, the best three-point percentage in the NBA. And over the past month, the Nets had the worst three-point uh, percentage in the NBA. So just Ben Simmons getting his guys open looks makes such a difference. And I can't remember the last time the Nets had this many open threes and open dunks in the same game. And it's no coincidence that this is the first game Ben Simmons comes back and that happens. So once again... Ben will always have his deficiencies. He had his moments today where he was shying away from the basket. It happens. That's just part of his game now. It is what it is. But the other parts of his game today were absolutely elite. 
and I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him healthy for the rest of this year. Knock on wood. You know, he almost got hurt today once again, but hopefully he'll uh, he'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Ben was great, and I just hope he be, he's healthy. That's it. And the eye test, once again, it looks pretty good. There was even a play where it, it didn't count for anything, but once again, just watching the game and watching the body language, there was a play where he ran a pick and roll with, I think, Lonnie Walker. And Lonnie's not one to throw alley-oops, obviously. But Ben Simmons was, like, cutting to the basket full sprint and had his hand up looking for the alley-oop. Like, that is something I, I like to see because if you remember the beginning of last season when he was playing with uh, Kevin and Kyrie, like, Ben Simmons was very hesitant to even roll to the basket. Like, he would set a screen and kind of, like, walk towards the basket. Like, it's just he was not a guy looking to initiate any type of scoring whatsoever. So to see Ben Simmons set a screen and then sprint to the basket and ask for an alley-oop, that's much better than what we saw last year. So I know it's, like, the little things here, but still, it's, like, it's what I've noticed, and it's definitely a positive. Um... So now we'll go in order. Cam Johnson, he missed the last game. I think he had a death in the family, so of course, sorry to hear that with Cam Johnson. But he came back in this game, and he played really well. He had 17 points, 3 of 4 from downtown. And I will say, this stuck out to me, the first play out of halftime, the Nets actually ran a play to get Cam Johnson an open top of the key three-pointer. And I was like, hallelujah, it's about time. Like The Nets used to do that every single game with Joe Harris during the Kenny Atkinson era. And I feel like Cam Johnson should be used in a similar way, and they finally did it. So I don't know what the hell happened at halftime and what made them do it, but they finally drew up a play to get Cam Johnson an open three, nothing but net, and it all worked out. So yeah, Cam Johnson was great today. Even had a play where he was dribbling on top of the key, you know, off the dribble, broke somebody down off the dribble. He kind of lost his hand a little bit, but he made it work. And then he like tomahawk slammed it. Like he was... He was a different guy today. So I think Cam Johnson, like if you're talking about which Nets benefit the most from Ben Simmons being back, Cam Johnson's probably number one on that list. They're very high. Like you can tell Cam Johnson's a guy who needs uh, a playmaker, a point guard that can get him in the right spots. And if you have Ben Simmons playing with him, he looks like a much better player. And of course, the past few weeks, and, and rightfully so, um, Cam Johnson has been catching a lot of slander on Nets Twitter and whatnot. And um, for how much money he's making, I get it. It's been a little disappointing. But if he plays like this and has a point guard that can set him up, he's probably going to be close to worth to that uh, close to worth that contract. So I mean, that's that's great to see. Definitely leaves me. Uh, a little more optimistic about his future here on that contract. Mikael Bridges was 12 of 24, 6 for 14 from 3. That was pretty good, of course. He made like a bunch in a row at one point. Um, perfect at the line on uh, on three foul shots. He had two. He had three rebounds, four assists, had one steal, only one turnover. Um, 33 points for Bridges, who has been playing much better lately. Got to give him credit. I do want to go back and look at his recent games because I feel like Bridges... You know, he's had his moments, of course, this year where it's kind of been like a roller coaster. Like, he started out the year very terribly. Then they had that West Coast trip, and he was scoring a bunch of points. And then, like, after that, he was bad. Now he's back good again. So, like, I don't know what to expect going forward, but Mikel Bridges was uh, really good in this one. So, ever since ever since January 5th, so we're talking, like, almost a month ago, he had the 42-point game, two 26-point games, a 21-point game, 17, 26, 36, 21, 19, and then 33 tonight. So, he's been getting better with the scoring totals and shooting the ball better. But, um, 
you know, I think we know what Mikel Bridges is by now. Like, he's never a guy who's going to, you know, average 28 points per game or something crazy like that. Right now, he's at 21 per game. That'll go up to, like, 22 points something by tomorrow after this game. So, he's been okay. Like, he's not he's not a number one, probably not even a number two on a championship team, if we're being honest with ourselves. But um, for the contract he's on, he's definitely a plus. And I feel like he's another guy who will benefit from having a point guard that can uh, – put him in the right spots. I feel like Ben Simmons had at least a couple of assists to Mikel Bridges tonight, so that was great to see. Nick Claxton was really good out there. Kind of pissed me off because he he's so extra with like the dunking. Like he'll dunk on somebody and stare him down and like walk towards the crowd and get a technical foul. Today he slapped the uh he slapped the padding on the basket and got a technical foul. I mean, the game was out of hand by that point, so it didn't matter, but like you know, I, I, I like the passion, but at the same time, it's like, bro, we have a game to win here. Like, please, like, stay composed. So, I don't know. It, it's like, it's good and bad. I, I like the attitude. But, yeah, anyway, Claxton was really good tonight. He had 11 points, 10 rebounds. He had two assists, had one steal, three blocks, had a couple of really nice blocks in this game. So, I liked what I saw. Had that really nice. So, there was, I think, free throws on the other side of the court. And Claxton and John Collins kind of got into it. I think Claxton like kind of slapped his hand away. And you can tell Claxton was a bit pissed off. So on the next possession, Claxton went down. The Nets missed a shot. Claxton grabs this offensive rebound with one hand and just curls it. And he does like a, he backs John Collins down. He gets position and he just dunks over him and stares him down. I forget if he got a tech right there. I think he may have, or it might have been a delay of game because he slapped the ball, one or the other. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was great to see. I did like seeing that, of course. So, Claxton, nice game. I still wonder if he'll remain on this team after the trade deadline, but that's a wait and see. Um, you know, Claxton's only like 24, so part of me just says keep him for the future. But if the Nets don't feel he's worth the money he's asking for, which maybe they don't, and we know how the Nets are with centers, like, the Nets kind of filter through centers. That's how they've been during the Sean Marks era. If they don't feel that, uh, not Clowney, if they don't feel that Claxton's worth the money he's asking for and they're not going to re-sign him, they're obviously not going to try and lose him for nothing. So there is a realistic possibility that Claxton is traded. And, you know, for me, it depends what they get in return. I would not say Claxton's untouchable. I would not say he's untradeable. But if you get a good enough package for him, then, like, I can deal with it. I like Claxton. He's been a net for, uh, he's probably the longest tenure net, right? He has to be. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been on this team for a while now, but, you know, if they get a great package and it's better for the team's future, then, like, so be it. Speaking of getting a good package, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie, I, I cannot wait until he's traded. Of course, he's had good moments here, but he just seems checked out once again. He was a bit better in the second half, had eight assists, had a couple alley oops in the second half. Almost had like three alley-oops in a row, but I think Claxton missed an easy one. So, you know, he had a nice stretch there for a bit, Dinwiddie, but he got a technical as well for arguing with a ref, which we have seen that plenty of times, obviously. So, Dinwiddie, good luck at your next destination. It won't be here. And I would say Dinwiddie, once again, was the one guy who probably had an off night. Aside from that, everybody else played well. Even Cam Thomas, 31 minutes. He was 8 of 16, 4 of 5 from 3, perfect at the line on 5 foul shots, 7 rebounds, had 1 steal. He had no assist. Okay, I mean, that's, that's not good. But, you know, once again, I feel like his playmaking has been okay. He's definitely looking to get guys more involved. 
The Jazz played a lot of zone tonight, and it was weird. Like, the Nets were looking to put Cam Thomas in the middle of that zone. They were putting him, like, at the foul line, basically, on offense. And he was like a guy trying to break down the zone. It was very weird how they were using him because most times the guy playing on the foul line when you're playing against the zone would be like a big guy who can at least like catch the ball and just look around and pass to the open shooter. But the Nets had, you know, 6'3", Cam Thomas sitting there. And it was kind of working. He was breaking guys down and getting his shots. So it, it all worked out, but kind of weird how they were using him there. But he had a very impressive stretch in this game. Had a couple nice threes in the first half. Got to the basket when he wanted to. Um, he may have had a couple bad possessions, but it happens. Like That's kind of what Cam Thomas is at this point as he continues to grow. He turned 23 recently, so um, he'll be fine. But I've seen a lot of improvements in his game, and he's a guy the Nets should be looking to build around. But um, I don't know how they feel about him. That's the truth. I have no idea how the Nets feel about Cam Thomas. Actions do speak louder than words, and, you know, I feel like based on their actions, sometimes they're not very thrilled with Cam Thomas and don't play him as much as they should. And I forget exactly what the records are, so don't hold me to this, but the Nets record when Cam Thomas starts, they're like, uh, I forget what it is now. I'm going to look this up, though, because it's going to piss me off. But, like, the Nets record when Cam Thomas starts is so much better than when he comes off the bench. Like, if you remember... um, when Cam Thomas first got benched and, you know, he was not starting anymore, the Nets went on, like, that horrible run where they went, like, 3-15 and 15 over 18 games. Here it is. All right, so the Nets, when Cam Thomas starts, I believe they are now, what are they? I think they're 13-10 and 10 now. It's either 12-10 and 10 or 13-10, and 10, which is, is fine. Cam Thomas, when he comes off the bench, the Nets are 2-13. and 13. I mean, obviously, that's horrible. <laughs> so when Thomas starts, they're above 500 by a couple games. And when he doesn't start, they're 2-13. and 13. So it does not take a genius to realize, hey, this guy should be starting. So hopefully that continues. And especially if and when Dinwiddie gets traded, which I still think he will, that'll uh, open up more minutes for Cam Thomas, which is great. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, who else we got here? So yeah, Cam was fine today. Royce O'Neal was making his shots. Can't complain. Um, I think Ben Simmons' first assist was to Royce O'Neal. It was a weird possession. I feel like ben, it was a two-on-two, and Ben had a smaller guy on him, and he probably should have taken it to the rim, but he just threw it out to Royce O'Neal, who took a dribble, stepped backwards, and knocked down a three. So that worked out. But, yeah, Royce O'Neal was fine today. Had some nice rebounds, too, like some big man rebounds. Like, he was not the biggest guy out there, but... He was getting rebounds over bigger players, had two steals, two blocks, four rebounds, two assists, had 11 points. So a good day there. Uh, Trenton Watford, Harry Giles, Noah Clowney, those guys played. I saw Giles knock down a corner three. Um, Clowney got to the foul, uh, the free throw line, knocked down both his foul shots. Uh, Clowney had two rebounds, one assist. So I do hope Clowney plays more. I'm intrigued, but you know we'll see what happens. Ben Simmons, we, we went over already. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, 13 minutes, 5 of 8. Had a really awesome play, I think, right before the half. Or it might have been, like, middle second quarter. But he stole the ball from Jordan Clarkson. And he tomahawk slammed it on the other end and kind of got in, uh, <laughs> kind of got in Jordan Clarkson's face a bit. And it didn't um, escalate to anything, but that's how Dennis Smith Jr. is. He's definitely a dog. So, um Four assists, two steals. Like, he was good tonight. I mean, once again, 
Couldn't make a three-pointer on two attempts. Okay, but going to the rim, playing defense, he was very effective out there. Lonnie Walker, a good game. One point shy of 20. Had 19 points today. 26 minutes, which is nice to see. I want to see him play more minutes. 7 of 14 from the field. 4 of 9 from 3. 1 of 2 at the line. Had 4 assists, 1 steal. And Lonnie had this really... Really cool pass, and he had a really nice buzzer reader. So the pass, it was weird because I think RJ said it on the broadcast too. Like He was not supposed to cut to the basket in that situation because I think Ben was also on his side, and you're probably not supposed to backdoor in that situation. But for some reason, Lonnie Walker backdoors. He got the ball. He threw a pass behind his head, over his head, and Ben Simmons was there for a layup. So that worked out, and there was a really cool play. The Nets inbounded the ball with like three seconds to go quarter was coming to an end and Lonnie Walker dribbles up and takes a three-pointer where he jumped behind the three-point line and kind of like ended up over the foul line like he took one of those threes a running three um, banked it in I think Dwayne Wade like a while back had a game winner like that against somebody I think it might have been against Chicago in like 2009 or something but kind of reminded me of that in a way but yeah he made a, a great play there Lonnie Walker was definitely a positive almost had a great ankle breaker in this game could not make the shot so that was a shame but yeah I mean just a great game overall this this game definitely leaves me intrigued about this team and where they can go with Ben Simmons. Um, Wednesday's going to be interesting. Like I was going to wait to react until Wednesday's game because obviously that's the Kevin Durant return and you know there's definitely some uh, some potential bad blood there. I don't know because I'm sure you guys have seen the KD quotes about like he doesn't want a um, he doesn't want a tribute video at the Barclays Center for him because he feels like he didn't accomplish anything and you know, he never connected with the fans, which I don't understand because Nets fans definitely loved him, but whatever. So we'll see if they do a tribute video. I think they will. But um, 8.30 game on Wednesday, ABC. So tip-offs an hour later than usual, but it is what it is. But that'd be a fun game to win. I hope they do. I think the Phoenix played tonight. I forget if they won or not, but they've lost like two straight. So, you know, they, they definitely hit their stride at one point. They're kind of falling back now, but... We'll see what happens. Phoenix is a weird team, very hit or miss. I know Devin Booker's going crazy lately, so hopefully we guard him well. Um, but going forward, I mean, yeah, it's Phoenix, then it's at Philly, home versus Golden State, home versus Dallas, home versus Cleveland, home versus San Antonio, which is a game I might go to, still waiting and seeing, but um, and then home versus Boston. So a lot of games at home here. They have the one game at Philly on Saturday, but home games versus Phoenix, Golden State, Dallas, Cleveland, San Antonio, and Boston. So it's not easy. I mean, Cleveland at one point was playing fantastic basketball. I think they might have fallen off a bit, but they're still a good team. Uh, Dallas is iffy, but you know we'll see if Kyrie plays. I think he's missed a few games with a hand injury or something. Golden State, they're also a weird team right now. They're I feel like their roster is still pretty good, but they're not playing good basketball. So some teams coming up here that, like, I don't know if they're good or not, but um, the Nets hopefully are getting better. Hopefully Ben Simmons is healthy. His minutes get up, you know, every game. And, you know, hopefully he's a guy that can average. I'm not going to ask for 10. Give me, like, 8 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds per game, and I'm pretty happy with that. So I'm not asking for much Ben Simmons. So just stay healthy, put up decent numbers, and I'm happy. So... We'll see what happens with this team. But, yeah, once again, it sucks. I feel like they should have 
more wins than 19 right now between the blown leads and, you know, not having Ben Simmons for pretty much the entire year. Like, they probably should have won more games, but there's still a lot of season left. The trade deadline's not happened yet, so a lot can change here in the next, uh, the next couple weeks. So we'll see how the Nets uh, do there, and we'll see how they do versus Phoenix and Philly and all those guys. And, you know, hopefully they win those games. I, I do want to win Wednesday, I'm not going to lie. So I think probably maybe I'll react to Wednesday's game. It's a wait and see. It's my mom's birthday, so I might not have time. But um, if not, probably Saturday night after the Philly game. So we'll see what happens. But hopefully they win Wednesday. Looking forward to it. But tonight was fun. Definitely the most fun Nets game of the entire year probably. So everyone was playing well. Not you, Dinwiddie, but everybody else was playing well. So great to see. So I hope you guys enjoyed the video. I'll talk to you guys soon. And um, let's go out and win Wednesday.